This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, and others with topics that will pique your curiosity. I'll be your host, Taj. Robin Hood's like Kevin Costner, I seen it through my Oculus. They talking about they chakras and gentrified metropolis. People's pain is profit, so my prayer is where the Kaaba is. Crack the code, JavaScript, Masala, where the silence is. They fighting over dominance, that providence is Solomon. I'm rhyming about that shit, my pops told me not to gossip. And the opposite of popping, till I hit them with that dropping. Like bodies from them officers, they put kids in them coffins. Six got me coughing off and lost up in my problems. But maybe I'm ungrateful, I'm not thinking about my options. Nostradamus, not the prophet. I say peace to peace, Muhammad A rhyming with that time and finding lines designed to promise I'ma go hard, hey yo, don't call me bro, I don't know y'all Hey yo, gotta keep it moving, get your roll on Hey yo, four and inches, I'ma get the whole yard Music for the masses, this is music with the passion. Use an asterisk amongst my name when mentioning them rappers, inspiration in my captions, but my patience on his last leg. Today I'm talking with Hasib. He is an MC representing Los Angeles, California. We'll be talking about his album titled Growth. Hasib, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond. What up, what up, man? Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you. Hey, I like how you just go with your name, man. Hasib. That's a dope name. Yeah. I just like it. What What does it mean, though? Oh, I appreciate that. Um, so it was my, that's the name given to me at birth by my parents. Um, it's an Arabic name. It's actually one of the 99 attributes of Allah or of God, and it means uh, the reckoner or the one who keeps account or the one who is essentially the judge. So, um, you know, it's one of the attributes of God. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a blessing to have that name because it's a spiritual name. Yeah, Folks gave it to me. And uh, I didn't always actually go by Hasib. I used to go by MC Futuristic way back in the day. And, then, uh, you know, why'd I had you change? to go through. Oh man, I was just, I was finding myself, you yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. I was finding my sound, finding myself. And in the process, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go by my name. And then my homegirl, she was like, she said, yo, when did you start going by Hasib? I was like, since 1990, when, mm-hmm. I, when, yeah. I, when I was born, really. <laughs> right, right. I I, mean, I think it's better than MC Futuristic anyway, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, um. What specifically influenced you to become an MC? Oh man, um, I think it was like third grade where I had to uh, I had to read a poem in front of the class. Oh word, okay. And uh, you know that was uh, that was the start. You know that was like my first time you know reading literature in front of the class like that, and it was a poem, and it was kind of like written as a rap. Oh, word. And, uh, you did over class, a beat like, or how, how was it? How was it? Nah, okay. It was all, it was all acapella. Okay. Uh, and it, it wasn't even my lyrics. It was a poem I pulled from the textbook actually. Okay. okay. Cause that was, that was the assignment. Uh, but the class was like, oh man, you sounded good. And you know, they clapped and it was like a little kid. So Dope. I was already into, I was already into hip hop at that time cause of my older brother. I was about to say, okay. Older brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yup. So, you know, he was, uh, he was already listening to hip hop. And so I was already like getting into hip hop plus that experience. 
Um, like, you know, I just started writing after that. And then I watched this movie called Juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're great, man. What what song did he, you know, from your brother putting you on? What Do you remember what stuck with you? Uh, yeah, it was uh, You Got Me by The Roots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the Erica Badu one, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was uh, You Got Me by The Roots and um, what else, man? It was, he used to just make tapes, man. It was like, he had a bunch of Busta Rhyme shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, can I, it's Cursing Cool. Yeah, 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 uh, no problem. All right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had a bunch of Busta Rhymes and uh one of the first things I, I bought myself was DMX's It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Those some those some good albums, man. Especially he, he put you on to Black Thought early. Now he got bars all day, so <laughs> Oh, that's one of my favorite that's one of my all time favorite, man. Yeah, so Yeah. That's kinda how I got into that, man. And then also like, you know, I got into like DJing and turntablism. I oh, was never real? really that good. Okay. I was never really that good, but that kinda that was my introduction to like gear. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, did you ever do it for a party or anything like that, or just just in the in the comfort of your crib kind of thing? Oh no, no. I was I was DJing at parties in high school for oh, sure. Right. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I wasn't like known as the local DJ, but I, I would do it here and there. And you know, I was definitely capable of doing that. And uh, even to this even to this day, if I like hop behind some decks, I'll, I won't blow anybody away, but right. I won't make a fool. I won't make a fool of myself neither. Right. Right. Did the movie Juice do that to you? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Yo, how'd you know that? Because <laughs> hey, that was a powerful movie about that, man. You know? Hey, yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah. So when you think about your love for hip hop, what what song comes to mind? Oh, uh, man. Damn, there's a, it's actually, uh, there's like a playlist of songs that come to mind. <laughs> if you had or, to you pick, know, pick one, can you do it? One song that... I mean, that, it could change every day. Like right now, just right. think about your love for hip hop. What, what what's coming to you? Right. I mean, I I think when I think of like one song, that's like if aliens were to come to Earth right now and be <laughs> like, "Yo, we want to know what hip hop is in one song." Right. I would, you know, I would probably play uh, uh, "Troy" by Pete Rock and Ooh, Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. You know, that's I think that's an all time classic. You can't uh, go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that at all. That intro you know, is hard. And if, if it was a, a female alien, I'd probably play uh, Electric Relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll do it right there. Oh, those are dope, man. Those are dope. That I definitely feel the love right there for hip-hop. So so uh, let's, get in, let's get into the album. Uh, talk about the title. Why would you call it Growth? Um, man, I just felt like uh, I was going through, you know, a transitional phase of my life. Uh, you know, whether it was like finishing up school or, you know, starting to work in corporate America, or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I ended up going through like a, a breakup with, with my girl at the time we were together for, you know, a few years. And that yeah. was, that was something that was like kind of heavy. And, you know, I just, I, I knew like I, as a person, I had a lot of growing to do. And then musically, I had a lot of growing to do as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, honestly, like it was pretty much like two, three years of, of of my mid twenties, just like figuring, figuring, figuring stuff out, you know, right, right. that, and, and, you know, like I, I was, I had different names for the album at different times, trying to be clever or, you know, trying to be uh witty and stuff like that, but right. they kind of just kept sounding corny. <laughs> and, uh, I had a song called growth and, uh, you know, I was, I was sitting there with my engineer one day. I was like, yo man, we need to change the name of the album. Yeah. And actually I, I knew I had a feeling we, I needed to change it. But I was with 
I was with somebody who was getting some food. Um, and, uh, she was asking me, she was like, uh, you know, so how's like the album recording going? I'm like, Oh, it's going good. We're mixing and mastering now. She's like, Oh, that's cool. What's the album called? And I, I, I was like, it's called indistinct conversations. <laughs> and, uh, and her face did like this, like confused right. scr- <laughs> yeah. scrunch right. head, like a head tilt. You right. know what I mean? Right. Where, you, you know, she's a nice person. So she was like, oh that that's uh she cool. showed her true was, feelings through her expression right right and so right <laughs> away i was like oh man i gotta change the name. <laughs> i need a new name right, right so uh we went back to the drawing board quite literally we were on the whiteboard and uh we were looking at the track list and uh you know growth was one of my favorite songs in the album and i think you know uh we're like yo growth sounds good like that's it's it's simple it's universal like everyone can relate to that right everyone everyone knows what that word means and that it the word can mean like a lot of different things you know what i mean but right. everyone everyone knows what growth means so it's like that was the that was like the universal thing that kind of stuck yeah and I, I and i i think it's a great title i really do um you you had a you have a song in there called focus These companies trying to sell me like I'm Barristan Start with my craft, get it ghost like Kerrigan There is no comparison, first gen American We on the same side, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison I'm a young man who kinda old school reminiscent Playing NESing on my cousin Sega Genesis Search me on the internet, you find that I've been in this Spidey sense of tingling, my nemesis is venomous Peace to broke musicians making tips up on the promenade Rich rappers still slaves, rocking chains, I'm a star Hindus say namaste, Muslims say salam with lake, I'm lock it like a combination Rock it like a bomb with patience Fighting off the occupation Writing off the cost of plan Trying to build a buzz Like I'm hyped up off the operation Game, it's a hard road Say it's my asphalt Blaming myself I don't throw shade to pass off Less than millions bland I just want a million bands Cause bands make a dance And she say that you the man I'm just saying Like Kakarada Goku Fresh, I got them dope moves Order me so soup That got that tofu Smitty's fried fish South Koreans cooking soul food Drive around the hood Guaranteed there ain't no Whole Foods Came a long way from being stuck up off them road dudes Focus on the real, be yourself, get to know you Out of sync, out of sight, out of mind, gotta think Lot of ink, kinda drop, bada boom, bada bing Daily grind, ride, shine, working out the office now Made a little money, now my old man's is prouder now Test driving BMs, now I'm off on weekends Been like five months since I was blowing on them weed blends Maybe I'm a grown man, maybe I'm a system slave Artist from the hardest, the hardest for this to get you paid Give a struggle Rapper with shovel, tell him to dig his grave Laying in the bed he made, stuck in dead off as he played A lot of L's getting raped up on that river card Gas shut, heater broke, life will make you shiver hard Past blunts, in the past, smoking in my boy's garage Bullshitting, politicking, dreaming, it's a damn mirage We couldn't handle ours, got a grip like handlebars Throw my shit on wax, see the heater, make the candle gone Rap to me is easy now, CB known to ramble on But I'm still the same, bro, shop at Vons with sandals on Copping food for thought, cause thinking is in recession now do this from my heart, that mean my art is in progression now. Blow.
you said you are you you have your nine to five grind in corporate America. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I if if I did some research, are you still? Is it marketing? Are you in marketing or or something? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in marketing for sure. So marketing and focusing on hip hop. That's a mm-hmm. really that's a grind right there. Like, how do you keep focus? Like the name of the song. Um. Well, I'm I'm blessed, man. That that my 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 corporate job or you know the things that I do with corporations is not far off from what I do in music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's in the world of music. Uh. I work with companies, specifically a company that that revolves uh around and within the music industry and is in that world. Um, so, you know, that it's, uh, I, I always told myself, man, I can't, I can't work like some random dead end job or, or I can't work at like an accounting firm wearing right. a suit and tie or wall street or something like that. You know, it's gotta be, it's got, it's still gotta feel like home, even though it's, it's work. It's, it's gotta, it's gotta be relevant to what I'm doing. It's gotta contribute to my growth per se. You know what I mean? So, so, do, so they know, do they know that you, you, you're, you, you're an MC? Oh yeah, absolutely. For okay. sure. How do they feel about your work? How does that work? You know, cause I know a lot of people that try to separate those two, you know, that's like two personalities, you know, they try to keep them separate, but your coworkers know, how do they feel? How does that, how does that work? Well, you know, once again, it, it goes into, you know, I, I can't say the name of the company, yeah, just, absolutely. Just ba- ba- you know, based off of, you know, privacy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. But, uh, because the, 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 the organization is in the world of music. They actually encourage, you know, uh, oh, okay. people to to pursue, you know, yeah, music and and, and they they kind of support that in, in in a way. So even like going on tour, like they're cool with me going on tour, which is a big deal for me. Um, and I'm one of like I'm probably one of the only people in the office that go on tour. Oh. Um, and uh, I was talking to one of the execs the other day, and she was like, "I'm afraid I'm gonna lose you to to the rap game." <laughs> I, I was like, "Yo, I, I hope you lose me to the rap game." Like, that's the that's the plan. Right. So, know? so your 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 coworkers are are they MCs too? Are they other genres in music? Yeah, mostly. I, I feel like other genres is you know definitely a lot of guitar players. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah. some some D, some DJs. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's cross genre. You know what I mean? It's, it's but the, the the organization is made up of, of you know, uh, music musicians, music lovers, people that are you know music gear specialists when it comes to like products, instruments, stuff like that. Wow, you're lucky, so, man. You're lucky. You're lucky. You don't oh, have man. to change those gears, man. That is that is that's that can wear on people, man. You, you go in for, for sure. accounting and then you come out and you're trying to be an MC, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no, that's 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 facts, man. Like, yeah. I, literally, bro. Like, I, I could, I could like hop out the office and go rock a show, rocking the same outfit that I wore in the office <laughs> because I could. That's dope. Yeah. Because I I could be me, so I'm right. I'm thankful for that, you yeah. know. But like you know, like any corporate job, it still wears on you. It yeah. still, it takes time. It takes time out of out of the art. It takes time out of the, your you know your personal grind. Absolutely. And whatnot, and it's uh. You know, it's it's a, a little. I get a little bit of sleep because of that. Because you know, Clark can't by day. You got to be Superman <laughs> at night. You know? Right, right. So uh, when I'm listening to this song, um, I I think you're first generation American. Is that right? If I yeah, that's correct. Okay, okay. And uh, what's your what's your background? Um, so my parents they come from Southeast Asia, specifically. Mm-hmm. Burma, India, and Pakistan. Oh wow! Okay, uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, um, 
that's like their their ethnic heritage it hails from those right those three those three lands and then you know they immigrated to the states um and you know me and my brothers we were we were born here so so how how do your parents parents feel about you uh about hip-hop and you you being engaged in it oh they 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 actually love it they oh, think it's cool. dope yeah, yeah um and that's another thing i'm super thankful for like it's not there's certain things they don't understand about it and there's certain things that you know it's like oh yeah cool i don't get it but all right <laughs> right yeah um but you know me coming from a, a brown family it's like education was the number one thing so right so, so long as i stayed in school and you know made sure i had some some form of stability and that's why i'm probably one of the few in, who are actually doing this rap stuff and actually have like a corporate job but like do both at like some kind of a decent level yeah you know I mean? right no yeah <laughs> totally but at some at some point you got to pick or choose one you know yeah and i feel like i'm getting closer to that point uh picking but, the, you know they've been yeah they've been nothing but supportive you know um well, that's good because I've had I've had friends growing up that were first generation, and it was like whatever their parents saw on the TV was reality. You know, it was really hard. Right. For them. Really. Right. Hard. Right. Yeah, you know, um, my parents are pretty open-minded people when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, obviously they still hold true to a lot of their their values from right. back home, and you know, we still hold true to our, the values of our faith as well. And yeah. you know, yeah, that's uh that's definitely uh uh there's no escaping that it's a part of who we are you know what i mean so how do they feel about how they how 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 your your parents coping with this climate of islamophobia uh i mean do they you know does it does it have they experienced anything like that you know like how how is that world? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a black right. male and the world, I know how they feel about me, you know, and I feel it right. every day. Right. And I was wondering how that feels from your perspective. Right. So, I, you know, I remember going all the way back to 9-11. Like, I remember having a conversation in front of the TV and, you know, my parents were like, yo, everything's going to be different now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and they they definitely weren't wrong. Um, but also, like, my parents are from the generation that they they came to this country for economic opportunity, yeah. uh, safety, uh, you know, a plethora of things, just just a, a better life. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a there's a there's like a phrase that I think Hassan Minaj uh, coined this in his stand up on Netflix, but it's called the immigrant tax. Uh, that's what he referred to it as. And it's pretty much where yeah. immigrants uh they tolerate certain things or they, you know, do certain things to assimilate. Right. Or they don't want, they don't want to like ruffle any feathers or, you know, they want to blend in. They don't want to like stick out. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. Like my, my, yeah. My, my parents have always been like, yo man, don't like, don't make too much noise about all, all this kind of stuff. Just like stay, stay in your pocket, make your bread. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, get, get forward in life and then you can make change, you know, right. which I understand, I understand their view, viewpoint, but me, I'm, I'm born and raised in America, so right. I, I have, you know, uh, once again, this I, I believe I haven't seen the stand up in a minute, but a quote from from his stand up, he was saying that yeah, I have the audacity to uh, demand equality. Right, right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So where they come from, their circumstances here are vastly better than than you know back home. So Islamophobia right. don't even, don't even really phase them. You know what uh, I mean? Like, right. <laughs> they're they're yeah. like, what, bro? Like. My mom's from the village, you right, know what I mean? Right, right. So it's like when you're from the village, 
and then you you're out here it's like Islamophobia is nothing yo like we, can't, <laughs> right. we, we, can't, we came from gathering water at the river you right know <laughs> right well that's so, dope though that's dope this is glad that they're supportive in that way that just makes it easier for you you know what i mean right we'll be right back but whites speak of muslims almost synonymously with violence whenever muslims are mentioned by them violence is brought up but not but it's not connected with any other group this is a sort of a propaganda tactic or what i would call psychological warfare bombs dropped over baghdad boom bombs dropped over afghans bang gas in the sky syria choke hard to breathe pray god hearing them yup the white house full of idiots yeah, the media still inferior. Shush, listen what I'm telling you. This is just a rap, man. Kids 12 years old, straps on their back, man. Eating more pellets than a motherfucking pack, man. Followed by the ghosts of his moms and his dad's fam. Yeah. Was it government or rebels? Is it ISIS or the Russians or America with gunships? This ain't Call of Duty, bro. They don't respawn. Congress ain't doing shit. They don't reform. Politics got me all feeling deformed. We ain't informed cause we ain't on the ground. Dragon squares on my porch, relapse on the chain, smoking, feeling depressed. Every single pull, now I'm feeling de-stressed. Really can't sleep, but I know I need rest. Yes, caught up in my own ambition. Forgot there was a bigger mission. I know the Twitter got her fingers itching. This game really got my mind switching. Tell me what I do this for, I don't really know. Looking deep in myself, bro, had to explore. Memes ain't funny when his body's on the floor. Silence in the lamps, paint the blood over doors. Yeah, probably don't like me now. Probably don't like me now. Blah. Probably don't like me now. Probably never like me cause my skin the brown and go. Blah. Probably don't like me. Probably don't like me now. The truth hurt. I feel pain. Holly, you motherfuckers feel me. No, they don't like me. No, they don't like me now. Bad dreams keep running back. Waking up every morning, peep my Twitter moments. Any moment, zombies coming, lock a loaded. Stop opponents coming for my 40 acres. Bro, they hate us. I hear them talking about a Muslim band. We got history of Japanese internment. I'm determined to speak the truth. They be treating us like vermin. Hear it in my voice, I done seen bloody murder. See my auntie flew to Pakistan. Now we sitting praying, hoping that she make it back. Green cards in the stack, pack it with the bags. This ain't political bars, I'm kicking in my raps. Homie, this is fam. Family. Like, damn. But I see us trying to be celebrities. I'ma trying to hustle, trying to earn me some equity. Cop a couple rounds and some heat, that's necessity. Blah, probably don't like me now. Blah, probably don't like me now. Blah. Probably don't like me now. Probably never like me cause my skin the brown and go. Blah. Probably don't like me. Probably don't like me now. The truth hurt. You feel pain. How lift your motherfuckers feel me? No, they don't like me. No, they don't like me now. Blah. Probably don't like me now. Blah. Probably don't like me now. Blah. Probably don't like me now. Probably never like me cause my skin the brown and go. Whenever Muslims are mentioned by them, violence is brought but not, but it's not connected with any other group. This is a sort of a propaganda tactic, or what I would call psychological warfare, to uh, in some way make uh, the image of the Muslims in this country be a violent image rather than a religious image. If you're enjoying Book Speaks and Beyond, do us a favor. Go into the show notes of any episode, click on the iTunes logo, to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. So we just played the song Droppin'. Mm-hmm. What's the message you're trying to get across with this song? Um, 
you know, I, I feel like uh, it's 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 really just like a, a diatribe against the power structures, what I yeah. like to call it or whatever. It's, you know, uh, it's me airing out my frustrations against, you know, the the administration, you know, yeah. the media, the, you know, the, the more or less the power structure. You know what I mean? It's, it's me airing out my grievances and kind of just also making an identity statement, right. uh, you know. Wow, probably don't like me now. Probably yeah, don't like me because my skin is brown. It's like that's you know that's something that I feel like most people of color can relate to. Yeah, uh, whether you're you know, uh, you know, uh, Indian or you know, black or Mexican, Hispanic. You yeah. know, if you're a per- if you're a person of color in this country, you've probably felt that at a certain in some kind of capacity. And I like how you're unapologetic about your practice of his uh, uh, of islam I, I i i appreciate that about that song like oh yeah just putting it out there i mean there's so many different faiths and religions that are practiced in america but like right. malcolm x said unfortunately what he said in the beginning of your song beginning of the song still holds relevant today you know they connote mm-hmm. they connote violence with islam which is Mm-hmm. silly to me because looking at this country you can someone could say well we can connote christianity with violence you know like this is just ridiculous right right i mean you know when i uh when i listened to that clip uh i was like man this is crazy because this is like a speech from maybe like 60 right or early early 60s i want to say like 63 Mm -hmm. or something and and uc berkeley i believe is Mm -hmm. where he gave the uh the lecture um and uh the fact that that same quote rings true today was just kind of like blew me away. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, there's been a lot of progress, but you know, clearly there's still like the major issues haven't been tackled yet, you know? Right. right. And, uh, you know, if, if, you know, are are there, are there Muslim people that commit heinous acts all over the world? Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but also there's members of every, there's, there's Buddhist people that are, you know, chopping people up with machetes in right. Burma right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. With that is, and there's there's people that claim Christianity that are shooting up whatever they're shooting up here in America. You know, you could just look at the F- FBI got all the statistics, man. You know, Absolutely. I don't even need to. Yeah. You can look at you can look at all the statistics of who's actually committing all the the mass the mass murders and mass yeah. shootings and right. You know what I mean? So it's like there's there's people there's troubled people with evil people misguided people crazy people uh all over the world you know what i mean yep. uh, that come from all kind of uh creeds and religions faiths ethnicities uh tribes you know whatever you want to call it but the, the media and and you know the power structure clearly has uh an agenda to uh essentially uh you got to have a boogeyman you right know I mean? you always it's almost like you whoever the boogeyman is you know where america's interests are for the for for the global uh global empire you know right Right now it's 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 islam because that's where all the oil that's where all the geopolitics are so we have to make a boogeyman that's how it goes that's how it's always going to go so it's just hilarious and at the same time although they try to say islam's a boogeyman their biggest ally ever is saudi arabia like really (laughs) <laughs> like this is it's, this doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's, a, it's, the, it's, it's the hypocrisy of politics. You know what Hip, I mean? Hypocrisy. Um, so you no. said something interesting. You said your parents said that uh, after nine eleven, everything changed. 
Yeah. Did you really feel that? I personally did. I, I had, uh, and you know, my experience isn't, isn't everyone's experience, but uh, there was, you know, specifically in, I was in sixth grade when it happened. Mm-hmm. There were a few people who had some really nasty, nasty comments, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, uh, it wasn't the first time I dealt with racism. I, my first experience with racism was like maybe two or three years before in like third or fourth grade. Jeez. Uh, but that, that was like some kid making fun of my skin color. Mm, stupid. Um, yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it just kind of tells you like the, what kind of household he's from or whatever, you right. know, or what his, his IQ is or whatever, you know what <laughs> I mean? But, uh, long story short, that kid, he, 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 he got it on the basketball court. He ended up getting <laughs> slammed. He, he got slammed to the ground real quick. <laughs> there you um, go. So, so let me ask you something. So you, you're very, you're very forward with your, with your uh, faith and practicing Islam. And as I was listening to the song, I just, I, this question came to me, um, I was just thinking, like, if 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 you could only leave like one message about or from the Quran to a religious bigot, <laughs> what would that be? If you could, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it's like if if you uh, hurt one human, it's, it's, it is as, as if you have hurt all of humankind, and if you save one human, it is as if as if you have saved all of humankind. So, you know, that's like one of the backbones of the faith, where it's like. You know, for anyone who believes that Muslim people are out to hurt them or whatever, like, no, that's not that's the total opposite of what we're taught. Right. Uh, and, and you know, um, yeah, man, I'm, yeah. I'm everything I've been. I've been Muslim my whole life. I've been in mosques all around the world. Yeah. And uh, I've never, ever had any person preach violence to me or inspire me to commit right any violent acts every everything has always been about uplifting right uh, the com- the community society yeah. uh you know preserving family right uh feeding the hungry you know what i mean giving charity right um s- supplication to god um it's a beautiful you know religion I mean? it's, it's beautiful it really is and i always you, tell people like if you have in your mind that you think Islam is violent. I need you guys to look at the Ku Klux Klan and tell me what they practice, right? What are right. they burning on lawns? But you never right. connote Christianity with that, do you? Right. right. <laughs> it's just right, right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, like you know, there's it's just mad, there's madness all over. Look, man, the history, the history of humankind is a bloody one. You it know is. What I mean, if you yeah. if you look at from from the very beginning to now uh people tend to kill each other yeah uh, all the all the time and many times in mass in mass numbers you know what i mean right. and it's 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 terrible but it's it's because you know uh i i don't i don't know exactly why it is but yeah that's that's the case and the best I think thing I know. Do is try, try to try to spread <laughs> you know love and light and positivity you know what i mean yeah i was watching something on tv i don't know some about space and they showed the earth and I'm like, yo, it's just one ball, man. We're all in this one ball and we're fighting over this, this little piece of land. I'm thinking right. maybe that's what's doing it, but I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's really, yeah. Ridiculous. It's like, uh, it's like Lord of the flies. You know <laughs> right. I mean? Yeah. You, you put a bunch of little kids on an Island. Right. And you know, they just start, they just start destroying each other, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Lifestyles of the young and wildin' Tryna get it footin' on my toes from my callus Standin' on my own, being grown is the challenge Money, women, weed, what we need is a balance I just want a queen and some green in the palace Couple kids hoopin' with the b-bar talents Gettin' buckets in the grades made for the skylies If not rap money, that's payin' for they college But maybe that's a Wonderland Alice Cash rules, get the money like Shaolin Merch table pushing T's, no malice In my heart, trying to feel the peace, that's silence Streets buzzing like the bees, hit the sirens Firing, I'd rather get the pen, drop silence Then she dropped me a pen, now we vibing Hit the city, make it feel like an island Stylin' Everybody claiming that they made it and they won't But they snooze button dreaming Still sleeping with the hope, bro No, she ain't grown Cause she playing on my phone That's why I kick it at the crib Because my heart is in my home Everybody claiming that they woke Stools button dreaming still sleeping with the hope Sleeping with the enemy or sleeping with the ghost Still say a prayer for the angels in my home Trying to make sense of these women in my phone Focus on the real got me narrow in the scope Popping in my shit jack sparrow on the boat Boom my yay Ali living on the rope Swinging for the fences or jabs to the dome I was on third base trying to run home Bro, she wouldn't let me score, yeah I seal with the throw So we proceed, concede for the throw Back on tour, that's goes for the bro You know this shit dope like nose full of blow Wrap around sweet at the Cosmo Nice while that lifestyle we dropping Everybody claiming that they made it and they won't But they snooze button dreaming Still sleeping with the hope No, she ain't grown cause she playing on my phone So I kick it at the crib because my heart is in my home We just played the song Growth. What what do you want us to take away with this song? Oh man. Um uh, I think for me the song Growth is like it's about like setting goals, man. Uh like in, the, in my first verse, uh you know, I'm kind of just like outlining what I envision for myself. Yeah. Uh or what I want, like so what what success is for myself and you know, you got to see it first to achieve it um and and for for myself it's honestly like a lot of my i say man most of the stuff that i write about is like reminders to myself uh you know is that is like that on purpose I'm, or why it's a uh, it's reflection man it's a form of reflection writing yeah. for me is like a form of reflection you know what i mean so when i say everybody claiming that they made it and they woke but they snooze button dream and still sleeping with the hope right. some people think i'm some people think i'm saying ho h o e but it's actually hope h o h o p e right um so that that's me you know talking to myself or if the shoe fits anyone else who could relate where it's like you you know to have dreams is one thing but you got to get up and get out and, and like get it right. you know what i mean like you can't uh and me i'm a i'm not a morning person i'm a snooze button kind of person you know what i mean i i hit i hit that mug three times before I oh get up, man you, know? you said it based on that huh <laughs> right so so you know yeah i'm talking to myself first and foremost yeah and that's within anything i ever um if i'm ever saying anything in a public forum i'm always talking to myself first and then you know well that's good uh, that you do that though because that you 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 realize if you're talking about yourself I, like you said you 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 think that someone else is going to relate as well, which is good because there's some MCs out there that try to think about what people want to hear instead of thinking just talking about themselves, knowing that people are going to be like them. So that's that's good that you see that. 
right now. Word. Oh, no doubt, man. I mean, you know, the I never want to come across as like preaching in my music, you know right. what I mean? Because I, I try to keep it positive at all times, right. and, you know, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I don't ever want to come across as like, man, was this dude trying to tell us how to live life, you <laughs> right. know, where it's like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to convince myself to get up and work harder. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, so what would you say? Would you say mainstream hip hop is showing growth or regression? I think now more than ever, the lines between mainstream and independent are very blurred. Ah, um, yeah. Based on the the digital streaming era, the Spotify's and mm-hmm. you know Apple Music's, uh, also social media. Uh, the way it is now, man. Like, there's rappers that get no radio play. Yeah. They're not on. They're not on MTV, BET. They're not winning Grammys. They're not on billboards. They're not on the cover of magazines. But they have millions of monthly listeners on yeah. Spotify, yeah. large social media followings, and are touring all around the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, there is obviously that top tier where you have your, you know, Kendrick, Drake, J Cole the Kanye's of the world, you know, the, just the, the, the celebrities, the really big time, you know, international icons mm-hmm. that, that, that can't walk down the street without paparazzi being all over them. Right. But then you, then you got guys who, and, and women as well. When I say guys, I just mean people, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's artists and musicians who, who are kind of like, you know, they're, they're, they could walk through the mall and, you know, maybe a couple people might stop them for a flick, right. but you know, they're, they're not, international pop icons but they're still killing it you know how would you want to be would you would 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 you want to be like up there with the drakes and stuff or would you want to be the one that could walk around around in the mall and still kind of you know uh uh, i've I've never been like fame thirsty mm -hmm. you know what i mean like when when i started making music or when i like when i fell in love with hip-hop it wasn't about like the it wasn't the the shiny objects that drew me to it or the attention. Uh, it was like it was more like the lyrics, the storytelling, the subconscious, the you know the, yeah. the feeling, the feeling that the music gave you, right? Right. And and for me, it's always been about like I just want as many people as possible to hear my music. And obviously, the bigger you are, the more people are listening to your music and and digesting your message. Right. Um. I mean, when I look at someone like Cole, man, like Cole is up there you know in terms of like the top tier he's like a a, a, a level yeah rapper you know what i mean in mm-hmm. terms of his like his reach and his magnitude um you know whether you're a fan of his music or not uh you know his presence is undeniable in in the industry you know uh but the way he goes about his stuff he's like pretty low-key you know he don't really yeah. be out there out there like that and me you know for me it's a happy medium of balance whatever i'm comfortable with in my life and that 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 may that may change as as the years go i don't know you know mm-hmm. currently i i'm not i don't have a wife i don't have kids but yeah. when that happens i might be thinking in a whole different kind of way so yeah it, you know right so for, so for, so besides you know making money what what do you truly want to get from pursuing this art called hip-hop well i gotta be honest man i think uh at this juncture I'm definitely trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you know, let's not get it twisted. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been doing it for the love for a long time. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and I, and I'm always do it for the love because right. I love doing it and it, it means a lot to me. Um, but I do think in, in especially like underground, pure true school hip hop culture, the purest hip hop culture, mm-hmm. it's like frowned upon to like have a, uh, to like go after, 
commercial value or to seek commerce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, financial uh, freedom. It's like, yeah, you know, that's cool, bro. You can keep it real. But if keep it real is keeping you keeping broke, it broke. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, you know, you got to figure something out. There's right. a way to there's a way to do both. So, you know, at this juncture, uh, for sure, man, like I, I would love to get to a point where, you know, as much as I appreciate my the, the, the fact that I have a stable a stable corporate job that yeah. that that I do well at. Uh, I would love to be able to transition just fully into music, man. Because yeah. I'm a I'm a full time musician now. I don't do music part time, but like, <laughs> I, so it's like I got two full time jobs. Right. You know what I mean, right. So, I pref- so I prefer to have one full time job. <laughs> right. And I know with streaming, that streaming is whole, like the, the 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 monetization which you get back from it is 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 not right. So, and a lot of people have to do a lot of touring. So that's something mm-hmm. you're. you're you you willing to really get down for and do? How do you feel about streaming and stuff? Well, uh, for me, I got to be honest. My my opinion on it is probably a little different than someone who had success before the streaming era. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you were an artist who, that was successful before the streaming era, you don't like then it. You, then, <laughs> then you would look at the you would look at the streaming era and be like, "Man, what is this nonsense?" Right. Right. right? But for me, bro, Spotify changed my life. Yeah. In what ways? Uh just my my reach man how many people my music was right reaching. yeah uh so dropping you played dropping earlier right yeah so, um take a song like dropping man Dro- dropping was like the first record i had that actually reached a large amount of people mm. um i was I, I put the record out a couple weeks went by and you know it was it was you know it wasn't really moving or nothing like that it was just like and you know i was i was kind of in a down place man i i had a conversation with my engineer i was like bro if these records we're working on don't do anything, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. You right. Know? Yeah. Uh, um. And then you know, by the grace of God, uh, as well as some really cool people who have helped me a- along the way, um, you know, someone at Spotify heard the record, um, and you know, quote, quote unquote, she said we need to amplify his voice, oh, and she put dropping on a, a playlist mm. uh and this was an official spotify playlist um and overnight i went from 400 monthly listeners mm-hmm. to thirty thousand monthly listeners wow okay okay you see what i'm saying yeah so, yeah so, so i went literally i went from 400 monthly listeners to thirty thousand monthly listeners wow and that's that's because one that, well, it was, it was more than one person. It was a couple of people that believed in that record. But one person in the Spotify office was like, yo, wow, I, I believe in this. So you know that, what I mean? So that so, reach definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. Exposure. Um, so exactly. It, it's exposure, accessibility now. Like, And then you mentioned touring. I'm definitely a touring artist. Uh, we just did like 10 cities for, for the growth. Wow. Uh, for, the, for the growth tour. For, uh, the first six was the official growth tour here in America and Toronto. Um, and then the last four shows I did with the homie Coda the Friend yeah. as a part of his Anything tour in Europe. How was that? Um, Do you notice the difference between domestic and international? Um, there's there's a little bit of difference, but a lot of it's the same too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think the 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 biggest difference is being an American artist, especially from a big city like Los Angeles. Uh, you know, you kind of have instant credibility right. when you when, when you get on stage because not every artist makes it out there you know so once you once you make it out there there's already like a, oh man this dude is official uh, you know what i right, mean yeah Be- and also like for i take take paris for example right in paris there was like 
you know, the room was packed, maybe like 300, 350 people. Yeah. And, and, uh, you, you know, uh, I was the only, I was the only person from LA in the building that night. Wow. Right. You so got- when you're in it, when you're in LA, everybody's from LA. You're right. Special. Right. Right. You right. You know, it's, 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 it's crabs in a, in a barrel. You know what I mean? Right. You got it, a lot of love that night. Yeah. So, you know, when, when you're out there, when you're in a different, especially a foreign land, you know, people are, are even like they're they're blown away by your American accent. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that. Uh, so it's like you stand out in a different way. And especially if your music is good, then, you know, I think the people appreciate you a little more because of that dynamic. Right. Um, and how many of them already knew you? I w- I'm always interested about that. How many do you think knew you out there and how many do you think were like new fans? Yeah, just to keep it uh just to keep it a buck. London London actually knew, man. I got oh. some listeners in, in London, thankfully. Yeah. Uh and so London held it down and they they definitely uh a lot of people who knew my stuff came out and supported, which is really really dope. And uh the other the other three cities, Paris, Dublin, and Amsterdam, uh everyone was like brand new, you know what That's I mean? That's good though. For, for first exposure. <laughs> so it was yeah. It, that was super cool. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the, that's the importance of touring though. You right. know, uh, obviously the Spotify and Instagram and all these, all the digital stuff can help amplify your presence and, and get you to reach new people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, actually physically going and reaching people is, that's like a, it's a different part of the mix that, uh, you know, not everyone is capable of doing. So I'm, I'm blessed that I'm capable to do it at, at, at the level that I do it. And I hope to keep touring harder. You know, I did 10 dates, after growth, I'm hoping in the future the tours are looking like 20, 30, 40, 50 dates. You know what I mean? No. And your job is okay with that, huh? I mean, they, they let you do it, huh? Well, I tell you what, uh, 10 dates, they're okay with that. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah. if, if I got, if I have 50, 60 dates, oh, then, you know, that, yeah. that, I think, I think that's my cue. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but yo, here's the thing though. If you got 50, 60 dates lined up. You good then then you good you don't, you don't you don't need to go to the office <laughs> exactly so let's talk about some things outside your music so the show's called books beats and beyond so i'm always asking yep. artists what are you reading right now or what books had the biggest influence in your life oh man um all right we'll, we'll start with right now okay the, the other question the other question that's a tough one uh so right now well, i just recently finished uh uh james baldwin the fire next time Ooh, good book um yeah which was that was that was pretty that was my first piece of james baldwin that i ever mm-hmm. read him you know so that was like oh okay dope i'm gonna have to read more right um and you know to get his perspective of of you know uh the civil rights era like the or the civil rights era through his lens is unique it's different than the lens of malcolm x you know what i mean absolutely yeah uh it's different than the lens of martin luther king so and we didn't learn about james baldwin at my school yeah you know? he's deep so, man we so, really don't learn it in any of the schools <laughs> right right yeah um so that was dope um and then right now i'm reading uh the secret life of trees or the hidden life of trees oh, rather what, what, what's so hidden about the life of trees yeah all right so more or less in a nutshell you know when you look at a forest you know you just see trees oh yeah where's the forest trees all right but the forest is actually all interconnected the roots are all connected mm. underground right and the way the the trees biologically communicate with each other, it's like a society. Oh, uh, because I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because tr- trees are actually alive. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. They're, they're 
they're living things. They're, they're, they're living and they're literally breathing like trees right. breathe, you know right. what I mean? And also like, um, you know, like trees, the, the way they protect their children or the way yes. they pollinate their seeds or, you know, the way that they have defense mechanisms like against insects, they, you know, they, they communicate amongst each other and they, they build like a strong form of community. I think I heard um, about that. I heard like underground, they got these roots there's like the mother tree and she like protects all the baby tree roots and stuff like that. It's like, it's, right. and they have, and they allow certain plants to go around them to, to keep certain insects off them and everything. Right. Right. Yes. Right, I, right. I heard about this. <laughs> this brings up a conversation. I was talking yeah. to someone that was a vegetarian and I was like, so why don't you eat meat again? Because right. you're hurting animals. I'm like, uh, I think trees have feelings too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. <laughs> you, you know, even broccoli screams when you exactly. pull it out the ground. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm reading right now. Yeah. Um, well, those are know. dope, man. Those are dope. That's like you, you, you're, you're, on the, you're on the social commentary. You're getting the, that part of it. And then you're getting to just the whole deep down you know stuff that we don't really think about so that that's a good balance of stuff man word that's well, right thanks man I, I gotta be honest though you know i have a bad habit of buying more books than i actually read oh man this, so you, you speaking you know, to the choir man <laughs> there's a spot in la called the last bookstore <laughs> and uh yeah it's like a legendary bookstore in la it's like a tourist attraction at this point but you can find some gems in there well that's funny the name is actually you know goes against what they're saying so <laughs> right 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 so so what what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on in shaping who you are oh man um all right, well, I'll probably say the song first. Um, the song called Reality Check by uh, Binary Star. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that song literally changed, like quite literally changed my life. In what so, ways? Um, so Binary Star, One Below, and Sinam Silla, yeah. they were you know two MCs from Michigan that put this album out in like the late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands. And uh, it's a, uh, it's an underground classic, even complex magazine, like rated it one of the top 50 underground hip hop album, underground hip hop albums of all time. Yeah. Um, so the song reality check was like their, their, you know, probably their most popular song. And, um, you know, when I heard that song, I'd never heard hip hop like that before. Mm. I'm like, man, like You're what, right. what it, like, what is this? This is crazy. And uh, one below, he had a line in his verse, in the first verse. He says, still, I never claim to be a big rap star because no matter who you are, it's still Allahu Akbar. Ah, right? yeah, I remember that line. <laughs> so me being a Muslim kid, right. that, blew me, that blew me away. I didn't know rappers could say stuff like that. Right, yeah. You know, because yeah. everyone, anyone who I was listening to wasn't saying stuff like that at the time. Right. You know, so like for me, that that gave me confidence in my identity and in my faith. You know what I mean? Mm, dope. Yeah. Um, and then what's crazy is I became a big fan of, of One Below after that. And, you know, when I was like 15, I met him at a show he did out here in California. And, you know, we kind of like stayed in touch. Uh, and uh, the next time he came out, we actually ended up playing ball because I used to play ball in high school. Mm. Uh, so we played basketball and we kind of just formed like a friendship. 
And uh, then he found, like, you know, I t- showed him my music, and he was like, bro, I didn't even know you rap. Right, okay. Sh- showed him my music. He was like, oh, that's cool. And then I opened up a couple shows for him here in California. And then when I was when I was 19 years old, he took me on tour for the first time. Oh, dope, man. That's a dope story. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. So, yeah, Binary Star, man. I've been on a couple tours with them cats. Wow. Actually, more than a couple. But I think total, I've probably done, like, five tours with Low. Wow. With Low. Okay. Yeah. Now that's talk. That's called working with your, you know, one of your one of your uh, influence, man. Influencers. Oh yeah, Most yeah people yeah, don't get yeah, to do that, sure. man. <laughs> for sure, man. That's uh, it's uh, honestly, it was like uh, you know, I something I dreamed of early on when I was like a kid, you know, and then it became a reality. Um, and you know, what's dope is like low is like that's like my brother now, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So that yeah, we we definitely uh have a genuine, you know. I would say even more than a friendship. That's like family, you know, but, uh, um, also though, like, you know, what that experience kind of like, it showed me what, what it means to be, you know, on the road or, or, mm. or doing something, doing, yeah. doing something in a certain capacity, you know, especially like, you know, I, I looked up to, to, to binary star for like a long time, you know, as just like a hip hop underground hip hop nerd. Right. And then, you know, when, when you, when you get to that point where you're actually on tour with, with like with them doing the thing, it's like, Oh man, this is amazing. And then, <laughs> you know, the years, go, the years go by and you're like, okay, I'm here now. But then you see, you see what here means. And you're like, Oh man, there's still like a whole nother right. level, you know, right. there's a, you know, this, this, is, this isn't it. Like I got to keep going. You know right. what I mean? Right. Right. Um, so it's like when you see your idol, then you get to know your idol. You get to see that they're human, and you get to see that the different facets and and this experience. And like, okay, this is something I could do. I could I could do this. Right, right. No, definitely the confidence to 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 keep going and keep doing it. You know what I mean? And and you know, I learned so much from that experience. I can't even quantify yeah. how much I learned. But uh, you know, also like, you know, just just uh further in my ambition where it's like okay to me you know touring with an underground hip-hop legend that can't be the end of my story <laughs> right right uh, you know even like this euro trip man people are congratulating me on this european tour do you like, like oh, wait, you like i'm I like, even start I'm, like yet. <laughs> I'm like i'm like thanks like i appreciate that right. but uh <laughs> but <laughs> it ain't uh, over man <laughs> yeah like this this can't be it right you know? right right so if you if you had to do two more, what would, what would it be? Album and or song? Um. Okay. Um. Let me see here. It's a tough one. I think uh, Midnight Marauders. Ooh. Is uh, you know, definitely, yeah. definitely an album that. I mean, honestly, I, I like I like uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life a lot, a lot too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But you said but Midnight try, Marauders. Just, what 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 was it about that? Um, it just sounds like, like effortless fun. It does, I mean? right? But <laughs> and and there's something about Q, the way Q-Tip and Fife are like complete, like polar opposites, right? But it's like a yin and yang kind of thing that they right, got, right? And um, remember when you when, you probably saw the the documentary? I didn't realize how much yeah. they were the animosity they had toward each other. Well, it wasn't really Q-Tip; it was more Fife toward q-tip but i was like wow that really opened right. my eyes because i thought they were just like peas in a pod you know no nah, yeah yeah no 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 i think they were definitely yin and yang you know what i mean yeah. positive and negative yeah I, obviously it was something special when they when they linked up uh but i think that you know 
their uh, their chemistry was unique in that kind of way. Yeah, where clearly they made special music, and you know, but they had their their issues and whatnot. But that I think that that musically brought out something kind of kind of yeah. different, you know. Um, so, what song on well, the album really got you that make you say Midnight Marauders? Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, hmm. I mean, I did mention uh, electric relaxation. Yeah. Earlier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's kind of an obvious one, but yeah. uh, also, mm, this is tough, man. <laughs> it's it's fun. God, God, God lives through. Oh yeah, that beat was dope. That was a dope um, beat right there. Yeah. They have yeah, one of the, honestly, 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 man, I, you could play the, the the joint from the top, top and just let it yeah. like let it run, right? Um, and that's when you had the albums, right? The album cover was dope too, with right? All, with all the different MCs, I was like, yo, man, they got a lot of friends. Like, they their network is deep. Just looking at that, but cover. yeah, I mean, it's like what I think was dope about that era. Uh, you know, they were all coming up out there in the same area right at the at the same time you know mm-hmm. so it's like yeah man i don't know you know award yeah. tours award tours really nasty midnight was was dope yeah we can yeah i'm, I'm actually looking at the track list right now like, <laughs> bro, this whole this whole it's, thing it's we, can dope. Get, we can we we can get down as fire clap your hands yeah exactly like, exactly it's it's yeah, one of whole, it's one of my favorites man too so yeah absolutely yeah the whole album is is just uh yeah it's yeah. So if you it's have there, so. if, you, if you have one more, what would you say? Album or song? Yep, whatever. Oh man. This is so much. <laughs> really so much. All right. I think album is tougher than song because there's so many different things that make up a a good album. Mm, mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say All right, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two songs. Okay. I'm gonna give you '93 till infinity. Okay. Oh, man. And uh, also, uh, running by the far side. Ah, wow. Okay, okay. These are dope yeah. songs right now. Wow. These are dope. I love all these, man. That '93, '93 till just the when an intro comes on. It's one of those songs, just like Troy. You hear that those first bars, and you're like, ah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't miss. You you can't miss with that. Right. You know. Right. It's, uh, I don't think there's anyone in the history of humankind that could like hear it and be like, man, that's whack. <laughs> right. Turn it off. That's right. Right. 93 till man, man. And I think, um, are they, is it them? And I think in California, don't they do like some day, some festival every year? Yeah. They got high road day. Up in high road day. How was the, you've been there. How was that? So I, I've never been to the actual festival. Okay. But I, I I've been to the hieroglyphics headquarters and their studio mm. uh in Oakland and uh you know uh my boy Nefarious from this crew called the Soul Dojo, he actually invited me over there one day. He was like, Yo, come to come to the studio. I was like, All right, bet because I was up in Oakland visiting. Mm. And he get, he gives me this address and I roll through the address and I'm like, there's like hieroglyphics logos out, mm. out on the building. I I'm was sorry, like, it's Hyro Day. I, I don't know, I was thinking Souls yeah. of Mischief. Sorry. Well, yeah. so, you know, Souls of Mischief is is a, the crew within hieroglyphics. Okay, yeah, so, okay. That's that's what yeah. I, that's, that's, that's why it came to mind. Yeah, they're all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So same 
Hyro and Souls of Mischief are like synonymous. Yeah. But Hyro is all of them, and Souls of Mischief is like a select four of them. Right, right. Um, it's a subgroup within a group. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I had a chance to go go up to the the hieroglyphics headquarters, and you know, my boy invited. I didn't even know that's where I was going. I was like, damn, this is dope. <laughs> uh, a plus and Pep Love were wow, up there, and they, okay. you know, they were very hospitable, showed love, you know. So that's cool, man. It's it's been it's been dope to have been around a lot of legends, and you know, you got to start um, making some more songs with these guys. I'm telling you. Oh man, yo, when it comes to that, man, I'm always down, but I never force it. You know, <laughs> I uh, understand. Yeah, it's one of them things where, like, you know, I never want to be the guy who's like, "Hey, yo, let me get on the first beat." Like, <laughs> let me get, you know, if it if it happens, it happens, and you know, yeah, um, I'm I'm always rock ready for, right. for a verse when the when it when the time calls, you know, but, right. So, so what do you want people mainly to take away from this project growth? Oh man. Uh, I don't know if there's one specific thing that I want people to take away. I think it's, it's more so just, uh, you know, uh, there's elements in the album that are like bits and pieces of my narrative that I think, you know, people can, can, can benefit from whether it's, you know, the song growth, just about, you know, kind of, plotting out your future seeing your future but not just dreaming about it actually waking up and doing it um or whether it's dropping you know where you know maybe inspire people to be more firm in their own cultural identity mm-hmm. um and not be afraid to speak out um or if it's feel good just you know to remember that you're blessed you know mm-hmm. uh play love uh, you know that uh social relationships and love is not always the easy thing right and that there, there's a lot that that there's a lot of dynamics that go into it so you know I, I don't think there's one specific thing but i think there's parts uh or through throughout that interweave throughout the album is pretty much my experiences over the past few years so yeah. you know um anything anything positive you could take from that you know that's really it and any pretty much anything positive you could take is 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 from the grace of god and anything negative that's that's from my own shortcomings that's, that's what it is <laughs> yeah you know? well i just want to say it's a dope album you really kept it real on this I, I like how you you know you were yourself and you 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 showed the confidence in talking about your faith you you just show a different perspective uh on life and also perspectives that we can appeal to and that we can agree with and um i just want to say it's a really good project man and i uh, just want to thank you and say uh hasib thank you so much for being on books beats and beyond man man books beats and beyond I, I i appreciate it yo straight up i hope you enjoyed our interview with hasib about his album growth that brother is a, is a good brother right there positive vibes you know and keeping it real with himself when he does the music if you like what you heard in the show notes, click on those links, purchase those songs, stream those songs. The more we do that, the more artists we can have like Hasib out here just speaking their truth because that's what hip hop's all about. And while you're in the show notes, make sure you click on that iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. The more you do this, the more awareness comes to the show and the more we can grow our family. All right. So until next time, let's read. Listen, explore.